Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart, episode by episode, The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a spoiler podcast. We are re-watching. We're always talking about how future episodes relate to this one. Although there's so much to talk about with this one, I don't know if we'll even get to talk about the future. If we talk about any other episodes, it'll be like a two-hour-long episode of the podcast. Yeah, so so. I, hope, I hope we don't, for yes. your guys' sake. But this week, as you may have realized, we're talking about a big episode. Mm-hmm. Season 2, Episode 7, Masquerade. Yeah. One Needs, of the, yeah, no other introduction. Yeah, it's literally one of the best of the series. If you yeah, don't know, iconic. I don't know how you're here yeah, because no. it is one of the best. Um, so we'll jump right into it because like we said, yeah. there's so much to get into with this one. It's going to be a long ep. So yeah. we start right off with sort of a flashback scenario. We're starting with Caroline, who is at the Salvatore house. Damon is handing her a cup of blood, which I just got to say quickly, yeah. I love how their dynamic has completely changed in like two episodes. Like he was I trying know. to kill her like three episodes ago. A day ago. ago. Yeah. I think they've realized she's an asset. She is an asset. And like, I think he is accepting her as part of the pack and as yeah. part of the team. Um, and so she, you know, she has quickly proven herself. And in this episode, she definitely will. Yeah. And so she is telling them about how she was at the grill. She was trying to stalk Matt. <laughs> she says quasi-stalk Matt. Yeah. But they, they show her, like, actually going to the grill. She's just stalking. Yeah. Like, there's no quasi. She is actually just stalking Which Matt. Which also, I thought that was funny because it was like, what 17-year-old says quasi-stalking? Like, yeah. it's just a funny thing to say. Yeah. But anyway, Damon says, skip the teen drama and get to it, which I love. And um, then, you know, Caroline says she was at the grill. She was so embarrassed. She said she had to go to the bathroom. She didn't have to go to the bathroom. So she had to go into the bathroom. (laughs) And while she was in there, Catherine came out. You know, she came around the corner and pretended to be Elena. But Caroline immediately knew it wasn't Elena Mm -hmm. because she knew Elena was at home. And so Caroline is told by Catherine to deliver a message to Stefan and Damon. She's always the messenger for them. And her message is... Tell Damon and Stefan that I want the Moonstone, or I will rip this town apart until it rains blood. I love her. And Damon says, tell Stefan the last part, and she says, tonight at the Masquerade Ball. Yes. So, you know, last episode was all the big party prep for this yep. Masquerade Ball, and tonight is the Masquerade Ball, and Catherine is laying down the law that tonight this whole thing will be going down, yeah. and they will be resolving the issues of who gets to keep the Moonstone and, and the rest of the plans of what's going on. Um, and, and Steph and Damon agree that tonight they're going to go and they need to kill Catherine. Like, yeah. it's time. They don't necessarily agree over who gets to do it because Damon says he's going to do it. Yeah. But Stefan says he's going to do it. But they do agree that, like, clearly Catherine is desperate, scared, and running. Like, yeah. clearly she is, like, they shook her by killing Mason the last yeah. one and getting the Moonstone when, like, I don't think she even was aware that they knew the Moonstone existed. No. So she's very shaken up and obviously is, like, just making a desperate plea to, like, have this very public sort yes. of like transfer this moment mm-hmm. um and they realize now like while we've got the upper hand we need to move yeah definitely and part of the reason they realize they need to move is because of what happened with jenna which brings us to the next scene we see matt jeremy and elena bringing home jenna from the hospital mm-hmm. they're joking around about how could jenna have just stabbed herself in the stomach she yeah. feels so silly and she walked into a knife is what <laughs> yeah, they she, said i don't yeah, know she how she walked they into that a knife yeah makes absolutely no sense like i guess she was compelled like someone yeah, had to have compelled, had to her. compelled her makes no sense but sure Mm-hmm. Matt is like, yeah, I do it all the time at the grill. Kind of little funny moment for yeah. Matt. Also, I love that Matt is just there. Like, I know. Now. It's like he's a little part of the family. <laughs> I know. Um, which I really enjoy. And yeah. And Matt's really cute. He helps Jenna onto the couch while Lena and Jeremy yeah. are like bringing supplies into the kitchen. And they start whispering about mm-hmm. Catherine and like everything going on. 
um it's clear that they have very different approaches and like reactions to the yeah. situation like we kind of talked about at the end of the last one that like you know elena's approach is just to like do what Catherine says to yes. stay out of it to be like Catherine has won whereas jeremy is like no like we're gonna kill her yeah, yeah. you're being yeah. naive like that's not just gonna fix the problem um yeah they need to actively do something so he just yeah. like bounces he's like bye and leaves. yeah he's like, he's like i gotta do something <laughs> yeah he's not gonna sit around and just do this but yeah oh also i have to say i love elena's pink top which i'm glad i love it because we're gonna I be know. seeing her in it for the next yeah. 48 hours i know she was lucky she was wearing a cute little outfit <laughs> yeah i really like it it's very elena it is it's very um, yeah that era very elena yeah very yeah so that's the gilbert house is just the chaos of um Elena being in denial and Jeremy being like, I'm going to do something about this. Yeah. Someone also figuring out what to do about this. We see Catherine walk into her room in the little Airbnb, or not Airbnb, the B&B. Yeah. Um, where she, you know, she's bringing in a bunch of shopping bags. She has, like, the innkeeper helping yeah, Mrs. her. Flowers. <laughs> Mrs. Flowers, yeah. Helping her with all of her bags. Yeah, love her. And, yeah, she's the best. And we see someone, like, come up behind her, sort of. Mm-hmm. And Catherine, of course, attacks and says you know don't you know not to like jump like scare a vampire like come up behind a vampire and the person says don't you know not to attack witch yep so new witch in play yep and we quickly find out lucy Mm -hmm. is we don't find out uh, we don't find out much about about her Yeah, yeah not at this stage but yeah. It's kind of indicated that she's friendly with Catherine. They give yes. each other with a hug. You know, they're kind mm. of acting like old friends. But she does kind of give us a hint that maybe that's not the yeah. case. She says, um, you call, like, I come, you know, help. It's like the Damon. Yeah, you call, yeah. I come. Um, and she calls her boss lady. So it's kind of like this yeah. weird relationship where you're like, they're being friendly. They're hugging. They're getting along. But there's, like, this mm. undertone of, like, Lucy is being called in by Catherine to be yeah. here. It's not like she's just here because she wants to help. It's like, Catherine's calling in a favor yeah. is the vibe. Exactly. Girls know. Girls, Girls know. know there are layers a to this conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of proved in the next scene, too. Um, later on, we see Catherine and Lucy are prepping for the masquerade mm-hmm. party. They're getting ready because, of course, Catherine has invited Lucy to be her date because, yeah. of course, she knows this whole thing is going to go down and she needs some backup. Yeah. Um, Catherine is just, like, running this straightener over yeah, her hair, is. which I was like, is Nina use the straightener? She's, like, flipping it. And, like, I was like, yeah, this no. looks so funny. Um, and so they're going over, you know, that Catherine is straightening her hair because mm-hmm. she has to look like her dull as dishwater doppelganger, Elena, which I thought was the best phrase. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, and she says that Elena has horrible taste. And Lucy says, except in men, apparently. Yeah. And the face that Catherine gives, again, it's like, women, we know. The, we know there's more there's here. There's a bit of a yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Catherine definitely looks a little, like, taken aback mm-hmm. by that. Um, you know, and she says, like, that she needs Lucy to get the Moonstone back. Like, that's mm-hmm. the mission tonight is to get the Moonstone back. And clearly, like, Lucy's just yet another, you know, co-conspirator, a little minion that Catherine is calling in to do this single thing to help mm-hmm. her out. And that Lucy doesn't actually know anything about the plans. She even goes so far as to ask Catherine, like, what are you why doing? Why do you want like, the why Moonstone? Do you want yeah. It? You're going to break the curse? And it's like, yeah. does she know what the curse is? Or does she just know what everyone thinks it is yeah i have to assume she just knows what everyone else that's what i think too um but yeah either way it's clear from the scene when we get out of it is that Catherine really just wants backup because she knows that stefan and damon are planning to put up a fight tonight yeah they are gonna fight and she's gonna fight back yes they're not just gonna hand over this moonstone yeah Yeah. and and Catherine's not just gonna like walk away without it like she has to get it. she has to have it yeah so that's clearly like the message of these scenes um 
Speaking of the boys getting ready to fight, <laughs> yeah, they they Catherine is right. She knows her her boy she toys her well. Yeah. yeah, she knows them well. We cut to Bonnie showing up at the Salvatore house, and she you know she brings Emily's grimoire. She's not totally sure why she's needed or what's going yeah. on, but we see like Alaric helping with the weapons. Yeah. Jeremy has arrived at the Salvatore house. He's yeah. already there. Caroline's running around. Carol- yeah, they're Stephen all and Damon. Yeah, you can see there is scheming going on for sure. And, you know, Bonnie's like, what's up? And Jeremy says, we're going to kill Catherine. <laughs> yeah. But Stefan's like, no, no, no. Like, I I can explain. Bonnie says, please. And Stefan goes, we're going to kill Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> what other explanation is needed? We're going to yeah, kill Catherine. Exactly. That's so the they, Yeah. So they fill in Bonnie, you know, Alaric showing off his weapons at this point, And mm-hmm. they fill in Bonnie. That, yeah. That stuff is going to go down. They have no choice. And, you know. We there's a little bit of back and forth, but we cut to we see Bonnie is see, saying this is really risky. Like, yeah, it's not worth it, Stefan. If this is just for you and Elena to get back together, yes. But yeah, Stefan is of course like, no, that's not the only reason. Yeah, Catherine is threatening everyone. This is no longer just about Elena or Elena and Stefan. Yeah. This has become about everybody. Like he, she killed Cat Caroline. Like yeah, she you know, almost killed Jenna. She almost killed yeah. Jenna. Like this is starting to affect everybody, and so clearly they need to all like together as one on this and like you know do something yeah. yeah do something um and so bonnie does end up agreeing to help them you know she does say yeah. like as long as nobody gets hurt she'll do it um that's kind of her you know that's always bonnie's like party line with these things yeah especially in these early seasons yes yeah. especially in the early seasons so she agrees because she can do a spell that will trap Catherine. yeah sort of like the tomb spell she can yep. trap her into a room um, where she'll be secluded away from hurting anybody else. That's kind of yeah. what Stefan does to get her to agree. Is like, basically, we just need you to help make sure that Catherine stays away from anyone. Because as long as Catherine's not near yeah. anyone, she can't hurt anybody. Yeah. So that's kind of where they get to with this. But I just love this whole sequence. It's so chaotic and fun. Yeah, and like, yeah. I love Alaric, like, teaching them how to use, like, the air compressor yeah. stakes. Like, imagine your history teacher is, like, teaching you how to use air compressor yeah. stakes on the weekend. And I just love the face. He's, like, he's like showing them how to, like, stab. And everyone's just looking at him, like, when did he become such a yeah. serious, like, vampire hunter? Like, Yeah, we thought so he was just, like, a history teacher. Like, why yeah. is he so extra? Yeah, yeah. so extra. Um, and I also love that it just takes this much coordination, this much effort, this many people to go after Catherine. Like, yeah. she's a queen. And it still barely works. Barely works. Like, it doesn't yeah. really. It doesn't really. They just it does, get lucky. But yeah, they get lucky. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have worked if, if, if it was. I mean, again, spoiling the end of the episode, which is yeah. the point of the podcast, but. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't a Bennett witch, yeah, they, yeah, they probably would have. It would never have worked. No, so we'll get to all of that later. We'll but there, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot to take down Catherine, and they're ta- <laughs> they're pulling in every resource. They're, they've yeah, got. they're doing everything they can. Yeah. So they've got Bonnie on board now. Cut to the Gilbert house, which is completely like disconnected from all of this, yeah. because Elena, of course, is taking the opposite stance of everyone else and saying like you know, we just need to do what Catherine says. Yeah, and like, just, if we just ignore it, it'll go yeah, away. Yeah, lay low, be yeah. cool, yeah. Elena's not on the same page as everyone else. Um, so Matt is leaving after mm-hmm. helping with Jenna. And Elena invites Matt to come over that night because they're just going to stay in and eat pizza and watch bad TV. Um, Alark is going to come over. Um, and Matt says, like, oh, aren't you going, like, to the masquerade party? Like, I'm going to go, mm-hmm. so I can't, I can't come over. <laughs> and um, she asks, she's like, oh, you're going? And he's like, oh, yeah, there's something I need to do. I can't talk about it, but I have to go. Yeah. So suspicious. Yeah, it's so weird. And even Elena is clearly like, 
okay like that's so weird yeah she's sword and she like rolls it off pretty quickly because i do feel like it's one of those things that like alina probably should have picked up on like having been around yeah vampires and seeing how compulsion works i feel like she should have realized that's such like a obvious indicator of somebody being compelled when they're like Oh, I can't talk I can't about this talk thing. About this, but I have yeah, don't to do ask something. me. I don't even yeah. know about this. Elena should be able to pick up on that by now, but whatever. She yeah. doesn't. Um, they kind of move on to her saying that, mm-hmm. you know, he should have fun and like whatever. And that he'll look good in a suit. Yeah, yeah. You know, Elena points out that, um, I don't know, it's a very sweet moment. And like, mm-hmm. Elena says she's not going because of Stefan. And so then they start to talk about Stefan a yeah. little bit where it's like, Matt assures her that, like, her and Stefan will work it out. Yeah. I think it's such a cute moment because Matt and Elena, like, obviously last season were just this, like, so So weird. You know, it was, like, the jealousy, jealousy. That was their whole vibe all the time. So it's nice to see that they're kind of getting back to, like, childhood best friend vibe, you know? I really like when we get their friendship. And obviously, like, some of the most important moments in the show are, like, kind of based in, at least for Elena, are based in her relationship to Matt. Yeah. I mean, he's literally, like, yeah, her, like, her anchor to her humanity. And like, yeah. Yeah, it is really important. It's so small, like, especially when you're first watching. Yeah. But yeah, it is so important to have these little scenes where it's, like, Matt's helping them bring home Jenna. Like, he's yeah. as close to family outside of the family that Elena has. He definitely is. So it's nice that they've reestablished it because I think this is the first scene we've gotten where it's not, like, a weird jealousy thing yeah. <laughs> they're like they're friends yeah um so it's nice that that they're back um we'll see for how long since matt has to go to this party yeah. and try to get killed it's also a good contrast with matt's later scenes where yeah he's, <laughs> yeah he's compelled but he's insane yeah he is <laughs> um so that takes us to the salvatore house where people are also going insane yep um they're at the end of their scheming clearly and they're making sure that everyone knows yep. the part that they have to play tonight um alaric is tasked with staying at the gilbert house in order to keep elena away that's yeah. kind of stefan's like she cannot be involved in this like someone's yeah. got to keep her out of it um and damon and stefan give everyone the opportunity to back out of the plan now um you know once it starts there can be no cold feet there can be no chickening out yes. you just have to like go ahead um, and Damon specifically calls out Caroline. He's like, Caroline. And she's like, Catherine yeah. killed me. I know. Caroline has, like, the most reason, I think, to want Catherine killed. I mean, they yeah. all have good reason. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like, especially in recent memory, yeah, Caroline has, like, the most most fresh Catherine wounds. Oh, for sure. She literally actually killed her just, like, <laughs> yeah. just to send a message. Like, Yeah, just for fun. Basically. It's insane. So, yeah, she's like... Fair is fair. Like, you know, she killed me, I'll kill her. Yeah. Um, And then they reiterate that there's no werewolves running around tonight because Caroline says, as long as there's no werewolves, I'm in. Yeah. Um, And uh, Jeremy reiterates that, you know, as long as Tyler doesn't kill anybody. We're good. Hint, hint. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, And Stefan asks Bonnie specifically if she's in because if we're looking at the track record, (laughs) Bonnie's the one to be worried about. Yeah, I would be worried about her backing out. And yeah. I'm surprised. I guess she doesn't ever find out about Amy, but I feel yeah, like no. Amy dying would have been a deal breaker for Bonnie. It probably would have been, but she was kept like secluded in her. I mean, it got yeah. so serious with Elena, too, that like, and we'll get there. True, but yeah. There she was had no, no backing out by no that time, point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she does. She does agree. She says, as long as nobody gets hurt, I'm in. And Damon amends, except for Catherine. Tonight, she gets a stake in her heart. Yeah. So... Classic. One person will be getting hurt, clearly. Very hurt, yeah. Cut to, of course, plan in motion. Now the the final prep at the Lockwood house. Of course, this is being held at the Lockwood mansion, not like the Founders Hall that they've used yeah. before. But Carol and Tyler in 
the mayor's old office Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of having like a little moment where you know they talk about how this was Richard's favorite event and Carol drops a little line and I think it's funny she's like I don't know how this relates to like helping the homeless but I thought that was kind of funny but yeah it is so funny I don't know what this has to do with helping the homeless yeah okay either but okay we get to guess dress up it's the best party of the year Yeah. yeah favorite party of the year yeah yeah, they're very yeah. they're very much bonding in this scene. It's nice that they keep kind yes. of reiterating this since Tyler's dad died that like they're all each other has mm-hmm. and they're really trying to like, you know, support each other because this comes up because Tyler asks about Mason again. He's yeah. like, "Have you heard anything from Mason?" and Carol's like, "No, and I don't think we will." Like it's just not like, you know, it is like him to just leave. Like he's yeah. not a dependable person like your dad. Um so yeah, they clearly are like you know in this together and and tyler does say yeah you know well i think carol says about tyler that she doesn't want him to feel alone and clearly we're getting the sense that tyler is like alone um and he'll say as much the next episode so you know we're trying to reiterate these sort of themes of tyler being a little bit isolated he has his mom but like he doesn't have anybody else in his life so yeah also trying to make him a little bit more sympathetic. He apologizes to Carol. Yeah. He's had such a major growth since the first season. I mean, he starts out the first episode trying to like essay Vicky. So yeah, really changed a lot now. Um, So yeah, the tables have turned. They're trying to get us on his side. Um, And then again, best party of the year. So excited. (laughs) We see Catherine and Lucy are the first ones we see arriving. They walk inside. Iconic. Um, Iconic. iconic and there's a little hint of a moment we see a venetian <gasps> masked yeah. party attendant very clearly looking at Catherine as she walks by just a little yeah. interesting like huh the camera hovered on that person for yeah. a second this is maybe like embarrassing to admit but i feel like it took me a few watches to to like really pick up on that little like cue yeah of this like greeter because he is just like staged as a greeter yeah just, just sort some of, sort like, of you know, like showing them in and the camera lingers for like a few too yeah. many seconds but it's very subtle it's super subtle because they also have like people like are doing like flame throwing exactly. i don't even know yeah. like there's a lot going on so it's just like okay there's just this random attendant yeah. um but it'll come back we'll come back to that um for now you know lucy and, and Catherine have arrived mm-hmm. uh Catherine runs right into matt first thing of and of course she hits on him he looks great in a suit <laughs> everyone has had to say it. elena said yeah. it earlier yeah a little callback but also like they say basically the same thing, but the contrast is so interesting. Like, yeah. Elena's like, you look good in a suit, Matt. And Catherine is like, God, you look hot in a suit. Like, yeah. I wish I could just, like, I don't know. Yeah, Catherine's like, I want to eat you alive. Yeah. And, yeah. and Elena's like a very suit or a sweet, appreciative, like, you know. Yeah, like, you'll look good. You'll have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very, a, very good, like, parallel, but contrast. Yeah, yeah. it is exactly their vibes, just <laughs> yeah. perfectly. Um, but Catherine very quickly has to turn to business course, here. She's like, you look good in a suit. Oh, you're so hot. But also, make sure you get killed tonight. Yeah, you know what you have to do. Um, yeah, she she tells him, reiterate what you have to do. And he says, get Tyler drunk, pick a fight, beat him until yep. he snaps, and until he kills me. Um, and she says, God, you're hot. Now go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love the thank you. Yeah. I noticed that. I started laughing immediately. He just goes, thank you. It it's turns so funny. Is he saying really thank funny. you to God you're hot? Or is he saying thank you to like the dismissal? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's but it's really, really good either way. I was assuming they just couldn't have him say nothing. Yeah. But it was, it was so just, just like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Matt's in place. Catherine's obviously got her minions working in various yeah. ways. 
Um, outside, we've also gotten place. Stefan and Damon are standing on the steps, kind of surveying the party, clearly trying to look around. Damon does this, like, funny, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's this, like, robotic, like, arm swinging motion as he's walking down the stairs. Like, was Ian just like in a, a little silly, dancing. goofy mood? Or, like, yeah, yeah, silly, goofy mood. Know. Yeah, silly, goofy mood is the way to describe that walk. I don't know. Was he just happy they were finally going to kill Catherine? <laughs> I don't know, but he was playing. He it was, was fun. Yeah, it's it a works. little fun. Yeah. Also, so the guys are, of course, now in their masks. Of course. vibes, anybody? Oh, anybody? my God. That's what I always think about with this. Well, not I always, know. but now, since I've read the book, that's what I think about in this episode. I'm like, maybe Akatar would work. I know. I'm like, Matt, the perfect Tamlin. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is. Just like the vibe is, is there. It's there. Yeah. It's there. Also blonde, bit. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Yes. No, I know. I had a little like, imagine if they got stuck in these masks. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Um, but anyway, so in the scene, Stefan and Damon are trying to kind of, again, we're trying to cement the plans. We're reiterating yeah. what's going on. And Stefan says to Damon, you know, like, are you going to hesitate? Like, are you yeah. sure you can do this? Because Stefan, of course, did have the chance to kill Catherine like a few episodes ago. Yep. And he just didn't do it. He hesitated. Um, and Damon's like, that's the difference between you and me. Like, I'm yeah. not going to hesitate. Yeah. Um, We'll see. I, I feel I'll like have it's, more on that, but but later. Yeah, 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 later, later. I feel like it's it's an interesting. Damon can be all talk sometimes. Yeah, so. he definitely can be, but so can Stefan. I don't know. So it, can it's very interesting that they just because it's such a quick scene. I don't know. It's very interesting that they. I know because it kind of doesn't do as much as this episode is very jam packed and none of it is filler. Everything yeah, is nothing. trying to like yeah. everything is speaking to whether it's like the larger plot of the season yeah. that we don't know about yet. Or to, like, the plot going on within this episode. Like, mm-hmm. everything has a very purposeful intention, I would say. Yeah. And this is kind of the only one that doesn't, in a way. It more so is character than plot. It's, like... It's... Yeah, I would say it's more character. Yeah. So it's an interesting choice it's a to include here. Yeah, throw in. But... And then... Of course. <laughs> another sort of moment here is Sarah, Amy, Tyler, yeah. and Matt are drinking. They're yeah. dancing to uh, Melancholy Hill by yeah. Gorillas in Tyler's it's dad's really office. Fun. What a vibe. It is a, it is a good vibe, yeah. But obviously, Matt's trying to kill the vibe because he's trying to put Catherine's plan in motion. Yeah. Um, you know, he's trying to get them all drunk. He's clearly like... Yeah. That was step one of, of Catherine's plan is yeah. get Tyler drunk, so... They're working on it. Yeah, yeah. Matt offers up the shots, and of course, everyone partakes. Yes. Yeah. So everybody's getting drunk. Yeah. That's pretty much where the little teens leave it for yeah. now. Yeah. Then we see Jeremy and Bonnie sort of like sneak upstairs in this party yeah. with their little like briefcase <laughs> <laughs> that has, I guess, the grimoire. I don't really know. Yeah. And some yeah. weapons. Jeremy yeah. has some weapons. Yeah. So they sort of like sneak upstairs and then they're, they're looking for a room that Bonnie can put the tomb spell on mm-hmm. and they find a room and it's, I don't know, Bonnie, it's funny. She's just like, it's perfect. Yeah. It's really, I, I know. know. I thought that was so funny because Jeremy was like, oh yeah, yeah, I was like thinking this one would work and, and Bonnie's like, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's just a room. Like, yeah. It's a room. The vibes of these two. Yeah. I guess it's like, yeah, yeah. the vibe has clearly shifted. There's like a little flirtiness where it's like, yeah, you're just being like, it's perfect because... Yeah, there's something going on. There's something going on there, which they don't even, I think, are they're not, they're definitely not aware of just yet. Yeah. We'll talk about this later as this, this stuff continues for them. But yeah. for now, um, Jeremy is taking weapons out of the bag and like yep. planting them around the room. Bonnie's getting the grimoire out. Jeremy asks Bonnie if she knows all of the spells in her grimoire. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Bonnie says, no, she doesn't really want to know that much. Um, you know, things don't end well for people yeah. in her position. Things don't end well for witches is clearly the point there. And I'm glad that they acknowledged that in yeah. that scene. And I actually really wish that that was something that they acknowledged more or was like sort of a more intentional plot point because like obviously as viewers we always talk about how like bonnie always gets the short end of the stick yes and i think if they had made it more of an intentional thing of like i don't know some cosmic thing that like witches are always cursed or will always Mm -hmm. end up in like a bad place i think that would have like worked better as a story rather than it just seeming like the writers don't like bonnie you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no that's true no they actually could have probably done something with there to to beat the like the allegations, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is like the only time they really talk about it. But it is so true. Like, the yeah. witches don't get a great end of the deal. And that carries yeah. through even to originals. So, it like, does carry through to originals. Yeah, they could have made it a thing, but yeah. chose not to. I don't yeah. know. Because it does make sense that, like, as a witch, like, yes, you're super powerful. But, like, that power a lot of times can kill you. Exactly. And then yeah. also, like, your physical strength and, like, your, you know, ability to kind of hand-on-hand take against, you know, a werewolf or a vampire or a hybrid or whatever else is, like, yeah. Yeah. you're not not gonna, great you're not gonna yeah that. No. no so you know it's interesting that like i think it is very true what bonnie is saying is like for grams she was overwhelmed and died of her yeah. magic for emily i think she was like caught and like killed by the i think so families. yeah I, I believe that's what happened they never really explicitly say but i'm pretty sure she like I think that's what it is was yeah. killed as for being a witch so like yeah. it's really interesting that like bonnie is like aware that like witches don't have good endings yeah um but we don't talk about that enough so Bonnie says, you know, she doesn't know how to do everything she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she does say that she is doing this because she doesn't want anybody else to get hurt. Because Jeremy yeah. asks, like, well, if that's true, why are you even here? And she says, like, she also doesn't know how to say no. Yeah. Which is relatable. I think this is the moment where I saw, like, the flicker in Jeremy's eye of, like, the crush, like, starting. Yeah, I yeah. I felt like the second she said that where she was, like, I don't want to see anybody get hurt and I don't know how to say no. It was like, I don't know. Like, I felt like I could immediately see the, like, mm, click in place yeah. of them being interested in each other. Like, again, they were kind of, like, being a little fir- flirty when yeah. they walked into the room. But, like, something about this exact conversation was, like, the moment where it was, like, the interest is sparked. I saw the interest yeah. spark in his eyes in that exact moment. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, they don't really have a ton of, like, one-on-one scenes before Not this. Not before this. No. This yeah. is really the first. The the vibes between them have definitely started. And will continue to grow throughout this episode. Yeah. We'll so see a lot of them, obviously. Um, meanwhile, yeah. back at the Gilbert house, pretty much everybody in town is at this masquerade party. But we've, co- of course, got to cut away to the Gilbert house. Um, yeah. Elena and Jenna are eating pizza. Alaric's there. Jenna mentions that Jeremy has already left for the masquerade yeah. ball, which immediately raises alarm bells for Elena of, like, that's so out of character. Yeah, why would Jeremy it's obviously out of character. Yeah. So she goes to the kitchen to ask Alaric what's going on, because, of course, Alaric would know. I love that she thinks, yeah. like, immediately, like, <laughs> ask Alaric. He knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, because he does. Yeah. And, you know, he won't tell her what's going on. So she's immediately like, well, I guess I'll just go to the party and see what's going on then, which he's yeah. like, don't, 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 yeah, don't. No, please you, don't. Yeah. You can't fool Elena. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, you know, Elena's obviously, she knows something's going on and she gives a little, what are you hiding, Rick? And it is so Catherine. Yes. Like that little line. And I think even the one after, you can tell, like this was definitely a big, like 
flipping back and forth episode for Nina. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the only slip that I can even think of in the whole series. But yeah. this line delivery is so Catherine. It's so Catherine. It's like the the way that she tilts her head and looks up through her yeah. eyelashes, the way her mouth moves around the phrase of like, what are you hiding? It's yeah. like, it's very, very Catherine. It's so Catherine. Um, which I think is kind of interesting in a way too, where it's like, you know, we're often told that Elena has this like Catherine side of her. Mm-hmm. And so like, maybe it was an intentional choice to show how like, when Elena wants to access it, she can. She can. That's but true. I agree that to me it did kind of feel like a slip where it was like the first I guess not really the first, but one of the biggest flips of like she played a lot of Catherine in this yeah. one compared to other episodes. So like it might have just been a slip yeah. and having to go back and forth so often, but I also kind of think it was maybe a little intentional to show that like Yeah. Elena's got that Catherine in her too. Elena's like <laughs> She got that cat in her. Yeah. yeah. She's got that cat in her for real. <laughs> yeah. I mean it works either way. Like it yeah, it definitely still fits. And you can yeah. chalk it up to yeah, she's tapping into her inner Catherine. Yeah. But yeah. I don't it's know. so noticeable. It's I feel like so, anybody yeah. that watches, like when we watched we watched this episode a few weeks ago because we love it. So we yeah, just watched course. it ahead of time. Just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. And <laughs> And, um, we watched with producer Shay, and I think all three of us turned to each other and we were like, Catherine? Catherine? Like, that was there so Catherine. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah, no. When we were, when I was watching this, like, right before this episode, I even had a moment, like, I heard it. I wasn't looking at the screen, and I perked up. I was like, wait. Yeah, who's Catherine? in this yeah. scene? Yeah. So, so, yeah, an interesting little, what are you hiding, Rick? Yeah. So, Catherine. Um, and this does, you know, it works, because Alaric immediately yeah. caves a little bit, mm-hmm. and he gives her... He's trying to also not give anything away. He's not going to tell yes. her what's going on. But he he slips up. He gives her the wrong clue because he says, Stefan asked me to keep an eye on you just in case Catherine showed up while he was at the party. Yeah. Which he could have just ended there if he just said, Stefan asked me to keep an eye on you just in case Catherine showed up. He would have gotten party. away with it. But yeah. then he said, because Stefan's at the party. Which Elena immediately realizes, that makes no sense. Why would Stefan ever go to that party without Elena? Like, yeah. Stefan doesn't like those things. He only does it for her, which she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alark is like, just let it go. Like, let it go. Like, yeah, just, just please forget about it. it. Yeah. Don't do anything about it. But yeah, right. Like, yeah, not a chance. Yeah, we. this is kind of where this scene wraps up. And then we see a little bit later, it's just really quick, we see Elena saying she's going up to bed, but she actually sneaks out to go yeah. to, go to yeah, the Yeah, she sneakily grabs her car keys and slides out the door quietly. So yeah. clearly we know what she's up to. Yeah, she's up to something. As are <laughs> yeah. Bonnie and Jeremy. They come down the stairs of the masquerade and, you know, they, they say basically that the room is ready. Yeah, they need to find Stefan and Damon. Go, yep. you know, put everything in motion. Yeah, and they get downstairs and Bonnie immediately is like, do you feel that? And Jeremy, this is how you can tell to what you were saying. The crush has already started. He's like, are you cold? Like, That's what I wrote, too. I was like, he's already slipping into boyfriend mode. His first yeah, question is, like, are you cold? I know. I'm surprised he didn't offer the jacket. He was like, are you cold? No, I know. I thought it was so funny because I thought the exact yeah. same thing. I was like, this is how you know that last scene was where it clicked in because this scene like the, yeah. like, are you cold? Do you want my jacket? So boyfriend. Yeah, so boyfriend. Jeremy's so boyfriend. He is. Yeah. And and, you know, Bonnie's just like, kind of says like, no. And then she like starts to walk off mm-hmm. and she finds Lucy and taps her on the shoulder. And Bonnie asks like, yeah, how do who I are know you? you? How do yeah. I, yeah. How do I know you? And Lucy, I love this line for no reason. It's kind of like random and doesn't even make sense. But yeah, Lucy's like, 
I know no one. I'm a plus one. Yeah. I, know, I love funny. that. Something about she delivers it is really nice too. She's like, yeah. I'm a plus one. I know no one. It's so smooth. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like the perfect answer of like, you wouldn't know me. Like, yeah. there's no reason you would know me. Yeah. It's just very, like, mysterious, cool girl. Yes, it is. I'm going to find a reason to use I know. That. I, next time I'm at a party, I'm like, I got to use it. Yeah. Take me to your Christmas party and I'm going to yes. say that to somebody. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You have to. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. I love everyone is a part of this. We're scheming to just plant vampire's quotes yeah. in our day-to-day lives. But that's so, good. so funny. So, anyway. Bonnie's mask is, like... First of all, it looks like it's too big for her face. It's like sliding down her eyes. Yeah. And then the like green ribbon is so like it sticks out so poorly, which I feel like it was supposed to be like weaved into her hair or something and they just didn't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was because it was supposed to, like it came on and off a few times that it was like it's not yeah. worth it to do that, but it doesn't seem like it would be that hard, so I don't know. Yeah, it's an if you know, because Catherine keeps hers on the whole time, and so I feel like they should have just done that. Like, get her a good mask that she could keep on yeah, the whole episode. Yeah, that looks good and fits, yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, Bonnie, she was pulling it on and off, which I don't know if that's an actor choice or if that's a director choice of, like, when you want your people to pull masks yeah. on or off. Um, but, yeah, she kept taking it on and off, so that might have switched everything up there. I don't know, but it was just noticeable to me. Yeah, no, it was. It also doesn't really work with, like, the leopard dress that they put her in. But... Yeah, poor Bonnie. Yeah, poor Bonnie. She's... We want her to have a style moment. Yeah, she has not had one yet, really. Not no, a good one. Not but... a good one. Not yet. Yeah. Catherine's look, on the other hand. Oh, oh my gosh. Stunning. I would say this Catherine look at the masquerade is my favorite of the entire series. It's up there. It's in my top three. I only can think of like one or two others that like are kind of on par with it. Like it's definitely an easily favorite favorite of the series. Like, yeah, it's such a good look. I know. From like the black lace dress. It's like such an intricate, beautiful dress to like the beautiful, most delicate. It looks like a butterfly mask. Perfect mask. It looks so good. And then the red lips and like. The straightened hair, because she has to look like Elena. Yeah. But she has, like, a bump, and it looks really cute. Yeah. It actually works really well that they had her straighten her hair. Yeah. Like, I feel like the curls would have been, like, too much. Too much. Almost. The straightened... Yeah. I think they, you know, in knowing that she had to have straight hair, they made it look like... They made the perfect outfit with that look. Yeah. It looked really good. Oh, incredible. One of my faves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the subtle touch of having her eat the strawberries. <gasps> yeah. it, like It's such a strong visual. Like, her in that look, eating the yes. strawberries, adds a little bit more of that, like, red color, draws that out. Yeah. And I love that Stefan in that way sort of subtly matches. Because in this next yeah. scene, Stefan and Catherine are chatting. They're about to dance. And he has this, he has, you know, just a suit on. Mm-hmm. But his mask is black and has, like, touches of red in it. Yeah. And, like, when she's, like, got the red lip and the strawberries, like, it feels like they kind of coordinate in a way. They really feel visually. <laughs> very similar which I find very interesting I really like that no I know I was actually so in this scene you know they have Catherine do like the walk down the stairs she looks amazing Mm -hmm. and Stefan obviously notices her and then she sort of appears behind him you know the vamp speeds over and then she takes the strawberry and just their banter and everything in this scene I was literally thinking I was like I hate myself for this but I ship them so hard like I I know I'm obsessed like I love like Stefan I yeah love them like I that's know. why you guys all think I'm a Damon simp but no I'm I'm not a Stelena shipper because I'm a Stefan shipper like I love yeah. them so much I, I know, know. I, I really warmed up to Stelena this watch especially but like I will never get over Stefan I wish we had the proper go at it the Ugh. closest we get is like season five yeah which 
we'll we'll talk about it eventually at some point but like you know yeah i like it but i just this vibe in season two i feel like we don't necessarily like access in the mm-hmm. way that i would have liked so i know the mm. ship that never really got to to i know swim fly ship sail whatever sail yeah mean. the ship that didn't sail yeah that's yeah the, i like that <laughs> the ship that didn't sail but yeah um, i oh, i love them in this scene they both look so good and you know Catherine, of course is like you know, dance wins. with me yeah dance with me <laughs> not a question yeah dance not with a question me. dance with me Stefan's like no and then she threatens to kill someone yeah she's like okay well then pick out who i should kill like. yeah so he just goes like the obliging like lifts up his arm and yeah like, okay fine i guess yeah. we're doing this yeah so then you know they have the little dance and they look so good and of course you know they're just talking about everything yeah Catherine asks you know how's jenna yeah. you know i can't believe that she would walk into the knife like yeah. sort of like playing along being like yeah you know wow how terrible that that would happen yeah just being how very Catherine. yeah how clumsy of her yeah and then of course you know Catherine eventually gets to the point she's like i want the moonstone like yeah. bring it to me right here right now yeah you're not luring me away i'm not he's like come follow me upstairs yeah. or, you know yeah. inside or whatever he's she's like no like bring it right here clearly like we were talking about at the yeah. start like she is shaken she's like we're doing this in the middle of the dance floor where everyone can see yeah like that you're giving this to me and that you can't kill me in the middle of the dance floor like, yeah and there's some safety also in that she looks like Alina. Like, what are they really going to do? They can't drag her off screaming. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's too it's too noticeable. So, you know, they're playing at this game of, of the um, negotiations mm-hmm. over who will get the Moonstone. Because Stefan's also like, no, you have to come with me. And before they can really even elaborate on that, Amy, poor Amy, comes over Sad. to ask if they've seen Matt. And she tells elena quote-unquote that she looks so pretty and Catherine says oh i love your necklace let me fix it it's just a little you know messed up and she goes to kind of put her arm around her neck and at her back and she does some sort of remover that she says paralyzed from the waist down and snap yep dead yep so they just kill her in the middle of the dance floor like i just said you can't do yeah amy just dies in the middle of the dance floor killed by Catherine. this show did her so dirty they did her really dirty well even as her plot she was obsessed with matt and then she just yeah. dies like she just parties with tyler for a couple episodes and then she dies like yeah i don't know i feel like you know sarah again is kind of the same thing but like i don't know it's just kind of like interesting to me that like she was kind of introduced and it felt like she was going to be kind of like this, you know, side character that mm-hmm. had a point. And she has no point. She's obsessed with Matt. And then that kind of stopped. I feel like yeah. elaborate on that. Until yeah, that's this just line, over. Yeah. Until this line where she was like, oh, Stefan, where's Matt? Other than that, like, nothing came also, of that. Also, why is she asking Stefan? It's yeah. just, I don't know. That doesn't, it doesn't really work. I feel like she needed to be asking something else. Or just people, cut to the point and be like, Elena, your dress is beautiful. Yeah, but people are always asking Stefan stuff. Last episode, Tyler was like asking Stefan, where's, <laughs> yeah, where's Mason? Mason? And like, people are always just like, oh, Stefan, like, have you done this or that? Like, they totally, he's fooled them all. That yeah. He's just a high school boy. Yeah, he's just a regular boy. He's yeah. so approachable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, no, Amy and Sarah both get done really dirty. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't pass the Bechdel test. Like, <laughs> yeah. any, any all no like they get nothing yeah Yeah, they get nothing and that just is kind of sad really summed up in this killing her in the middle of the dance floor and just what is like a yeah okay so she just had no point other than like to serve the main characters which is interesting yeah so r.e.p amy yeah a little sad but yeah so so Catherine kills amy and then she basically says the moonstone stefan tiktok yeah yeah like yeah 
Like, let's get this thing going. Yeah, she this knows. is serious now. Yeah, she knows she has the upper hand. Which obviously causes Stefan to, like, freak out a little bit. We cut to, we see Damon and Stefan talking about it. Stefan is relaying, you know, what just happened. And Stefan's like, we need to call this off. Like, we can't yeah. do this anymore. Yeah, he's backing out. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, this, I think to me, is how the earlier scene of him, of Stefan asking Damon if he's going to hesitate in killing Catherine. Mm. I think this almost makes it, like, sort of worth it. Even though it's still kind of, like, a few seconds of filler. It almost makes it worth it because, I don't know, I think it's interesting that Stefan is the one that is always hesitating. Yeah, he is. Now it's, I mean, it's sort of because the stakes are higher. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting that, they, that Stefan's always the one to hesitate. And Damon really doesn't. And Damon says here, yeah. we're doing it. Like, we're not going to not do it. Well, and that's the thing is because Stefan is, and he says it at the start that no one's going to get hurt. He's not willing to risk anybody. And it's like, yeah. it makes sense, but also realistically like somebody at some point was very probably going to get hurt for sure and so like to say like just now because somebody's died we're gonna back out of this whole plan that we've got set up is like Stefan, you're like you're down the track let's just, yeah let's finish it yeah um and that's you know what damon says is like we are in this together we've got yeah. each other's backs this woman ruined our lives like we have to do this yeah so you know damon is like we have to, have to, have to do this yeah. tonight. And and it does convince Stefan that it's like, okay, you know, like, what are they going to do now? Amy's already dead. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It's terrible, but it'd be one not thing changing if, that. Yeah. It'll probably get worse. Yes. And it, there would be one thing if Catherine was holding someone hostage, you know, like if <laughs> yeah, she got Jeremy and was like, give me the moonstone right now. I'm going to yeah. snap his neck. Okay. Maybe we should back out of it. <laughs> the whole party is her hostage in a sense, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's fair game. That's true. But yeah. But no, at this point, they can point. stop her before she gets to anybody else. But like, right. Amy's already dead. There's no saving yeah. her. Yeah. So. Let's at least adventure. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Bonnie and Jeremy, LOL, I love these two. Oh. Um, Stefan and Damon are inside having this serious discussion. You know, they're kind of bonding. They're pep talks. They're getting ready to kill Catherine. Yeah. These two clowns, really yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy's the clown. Jeremy is risen it up. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, we're introduced on Jeremy saying, so can you do like a hocus pocus to pass a test, to ace a test? Yep. And Bonnie's like, I don't know yeah, that Yeah, I don't spell. know that one. Um, Jeremy would be, that'd be, he says, that would be the first one I'd learn. Or maybe like a sex spell or something. I don't know. Do you want to dance or something? <laughs> Bonnie laughs and says no. Which she quickly switches up and she's like, no, thank you. I mean, no, thank you. I think she you. realizes yeah. like, oh, I kind of hurt his feelings and like, I kind of like yeah. him. So I'm going to be nice and say no, thank you. But it just killed me. This little the sequence, sex the spell. sex spell. I would burst out laughing. I was like, what does that even mean, Jeremy? Like everything about this. Yeah. What I was wondering that too. It's like, does it call someone to you? Like, I don't know. I don't who knows? Know. Also just the, can you do hocus pocus to ace the test? Like what a way to say that. I was like, he's got a way with words he really does have a way with words um yeah so yeah these two are really bonding it, it's, they are. it's kind of working i feel like bonnie's a little charmed i feel like the, she is yeah the laugh no in my opinion it could have been the laugh no at like oh my god you're my best friend's little brother i'm not mm -hmm. dancing with you but i kind of feel like it was just because he was being so ridiculous it was yeah. like that'd be the first one i'd learned or a sex spell do you want to dance <laughs> like he's just like being so chaotic but i think she's kind of just a little charmed by him yeah i think so but yeah, things are things are moving with them. But then things you know, are moving with the plot. <laughs> yeah, but things are also moving with the plot. They get the signal from Damon. Bonnie gets a text. Mm -hmm. You're up. Like you're. Yeah, it's, go. it's your turn. Yeah. So then you know 
before we can see where that kind of takes off, we see Lucy confront Catherine about another witch being present. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Lucy basically says, you know, this was never, this was never, you didn't tell me this, like, this was not my intention. This completely changes things. Yeah. And Catherine's like, this changes nothing. Yeah. And again, this is where we sort of see, like, that power dynamic where it's not just a friend helping a friend. Like, there's so much more going on. Yeah, and she says in this scene, like, you owe me a favor. Like, this is, you know, you have a debt to pay. And so clearly they're not friends. And this is not just Catherine calling in somebody like, oh, buddy, buddy, help me out. No, this is Catherine calling in, like, you know, a life debt of you have to help me get out of this this you know thing and i don't know why we would expect anything less from Catherine, since that's basically true. what she did to emily too like her mo is like manipulating yeah, witches and other and men yeah <laughs> which is in men which is in men not safe when Catherine pierce is in town yeah no for real um then jeremy runs up to interrupt the scene and he pretends that he thinks Catherine is elena yep um you know and then when lucy leaves he says i'm delivering a message from stefan and damon or from stefan and he says to meet me by or by the lake yeah which, you know, Catherine is a little hesitant too. Um, yep. And as Jeremy walks away, Elena jumps out of the bushes and grabs him and asks him what's going on. So Elena has officially arrived to the party <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, she's on the scene, of course. Cut to, you know, things are starting to be in motion. And we see, you know, we leave Elena and Jeremy outside, whatever. Mm-hmm. We see Caroline, which, mm-hmm. oh, they, like... Caroline is like just a near perfect outfit. It's like so close, but it's it's like actually a lot of 2010s fashion. It's so close, but there's like that one thing. At least mm. that's what it is for me. Like I love like the one shoulder thing mm. with like the red dress, mm-hmm. but it's got this weird cluster of like glitter mm, on the yeah. side, which I do think is very like 2010s. I definitely had dresses like that, oh, like yeah. for like homecoming and stuff. Like, you know, yeah. just a random patch of glitter. But yeah, it, that really kills it for me. Otherwise, yeah. she looks great. Like the hair, makeup, all I looks really good. I love the red on her. Yeah, red is her color. It like she looks so amazing. Fits like tonally the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. It, that she looks glitter great. cluster, I can't get over. I agree. I, and I think kind of going back to some of the earlier things we've said too of like, I think it's definitely teenager. It definitely feels like accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes they go for accuracy more than just like straight up style because yeah. at the time this was straight up style. Yes. And I feel like they might've known that it would age that way because like this is, I mean, like we said, this is the dresses that we wore in high school too. Like this yeah, is so accurate sure. that I think, and Catherine's has aged really well, which makes perfect sense because like Catherine's a 500 year old vampire. Exactly. And yeah. Ca- and Caroline is like an actual like teenage girl. So it's interesting how they do choose to style them in very different ways mm-hmm. that speak to the characters. I think it makes sense to put Caroline in a look that's just, like, very of the era. Yeah. Um, so in that way, it's like, yeah, it's not my fave dress, but she looks amazing. She does look so beautiful. Um, yeah. But it's very that age, which, of course, makes perfect sense of, like, of course that's what Caroline is going to have in her closet. It's yeah. so accurate. Yeah. Um, we'll get to in season three when we start talking about some of those oh my the changes God. of how she gets access to not so dated Yes, clubs, exactly. But... How she gets into her timeless look era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, we see, you know, we see Caroline and we see her like sort of watching Tyler and Matt and the girls. Oh, yeah. The teen drama. Yeah. The teen drama. This is the teen drama bit of the episode. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she sort of sees Matt and it sort of lingers on Matt. And, you know, there's sort of like a moment of like, will they go talk to each other? Is there still, still something here between them? And Matt just sort of turns and walks away to like follow Tyler. Yeah. And, you know, Caroline looks like kind of sad and, you know, she you know gets the message from jeremy like you know her turn 
Mm-hmm. So she like goes off on her own. This is kind of like teen drama forgotten for a moment. Yeah. But then we see Catherine intercept her and like pin her up against the wall. Yeah. And ask her like what's going on. Yeah. And of course, you know, Caroline plays it off. She's like, we don't, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Like nothing's going down. And then Catherine forces her a little bit more. And she says, Stefan and Damon are plotting to kill you. And on a first time watch, you're like, oh my God, she just revealed the whole plot. Like yeah. she, she flipped little rat damon was right to be like is it gonna be you caroline yeah Yeah. i remember the first time i watched this and i was pissed i know i was was screaming Caroline, are you kidding me i know i was like i thought we were past this um but guess what maybe we were yeah because she says she says to Catherine, Stefan and damon are plotting to kill you bonnie is the one with the moonstone and she's upstairs and then we immediately cut to bonnie outside with jeremy and elena arguing over the plan so you're kind of like it's a little hint where it's like did Caroline just get mixed up? Like, mm-hmm. did she think that Bonnie was upstairs and she's actually outside? Or is maybe she not telling the truth to Catherine? Yeah. Um, it's a little hint there. Um, of course, Bonnie is outside with Jeremy and Elena arguing over the plan, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, Elena's like, I don't want you guys to do this for me. I can't you know, yeah. handle it if anybody gets hurt because of me. Because in Elena's head, she's still contextualizing all of this as being because her and Stefan were together. Which yeah. She can't handle. And Bonnie and Jeremy reiterate that, like, this is no longer just about Stefan and Elena. This isn't about Elena, you know, Catherine being jealous of Elena. This is about all of them. Like, Catherine has gone after all of them. She went after Caroline. She went after Jenna. She's, you know, had Mason involved in all this stuff who's been going after all of them. So, like, you know, this has become a much bigger thing and there's no stopping this plan now. Elena doesn't have the deciding factor in that anymore. Yeah, no. Bonnie also in this scene is like, we know what we're doing. Like, don't worry. I know. I thought that was so funny because Bonnie was like barely interested in being a part of it. I know. She was like, didn't even want to do it until this episode, like yeah. midway through. And also, yeah. they've never really done anything like this. Like this oh, no. big of like a plot and scheme. Like, no, no. Obviously, they do a lot more of these big like yeah, later you know, whole things, but yeah, this is like the first time they're doing this. Where, yeah. Why is Bonnie saying that? I don't, I don't know. know. They have a good plan, as I think what it comes down to, which is... They do have a good plan. Perfectly True. leads us back into, you know, Catherine is dragging Caroline around by her hair. Like, she's her own little Barbie doll or something. <laughs> Such a good little touch. It is a good touch. And Caroline points out the room that Stefan and Damon are supposedly in. And Catherine mm-hmm. bursts in. And as soon as she crosses the threshold into that room, Caroline, you know, kind of pulls back. And it flips a switch where Caroline stops sobbing and immediately turns to bragging, saying that she fooled Catherine. And, you know, clearly it's all come together now. Like, this was a plan. Caroline, you know, put herself in a room alone. That's all she had to do and wait for Catherine to come find her, to corner her and threaten her. They knew that she would do that and that Caroline could use that to, like, lure Catherine into the correct room in the house. And she did it perfectly. And Stefan is waiting inside that room at the ready, perfectly, like, you know, ready to go. And the perfect distraction for Damon, who is, like, behind Catherine and appears with a um, one of Alaric's yeah. uh, air compressor steak. I don't know what the heck they one call of them. One huge, like, dart gun yeah, things. Huge, like, steak guns. Yeah. Yeah. And shoots Catherine in the back, um, you know, which immediately, uh, the plan is immediately working pretty well. Except, cut to, yeah. we see, thank God Elena was there, first of all, with Jeremy and Bonnie. Because yeah. immediately, as soon as that hits, Catherine, Catherine yells out. It cuts to Elena yelling out and holding mm-hmm. her back. And she's just bleeding. She starts bleeding in that exact same spot that yeah. Catherine was stabbed. And, again, thank God she was there. Imagine if she was just at home with Alaric and Jenna. Okay, yeah, I have so much to say about this, which... 
you know, this is part of why, like, you know, this is why Catherine is, like, the big bad and why yeah. she's such a good villain. She's taking a huge gamble with this because she probably didn't think Elena would be anywhere near around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if she wasn't, these injuries absolutely could have killed Elena. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's almost such a big risk on Catherine's part that it almost doesn't seem really worth it. Like, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's know. either, like, small, like, almost plot hole or if it's, like, you know, she is just willing to take yeah. the biggest risks. Well, yeah. So, I, I had three. Th- I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah. And I have three theories on it. One is that she was willing to take the risk that Elena would be around or that they would somehow let her, them know before anything yeah. happened, which, again, is a risk. And then I think, two, the other factor to that would be like that she did plan to reveal that that was the case yeah. before anything happened which i feel like they get pretty dang close to to getting her so i'm shocked that she doesn't even reveal it to stefan and damon before they but i don't know she might have been planning to say it right before the stake like went through her heart yeah so that's kind of my guess there and then the third is i think like if Steph, stefan and damon actually managed to kill Catherine and then that kills elena that is a thousand percent the way that Catherine wants to go down. If, like, yeah. Catherine dies, she's taking Elena down with her. So I think yeah. that there's, like, a few factors there where it's, like, I don't think El- – I think Catherine is smart enough. She obviously is smart enough that she yeah. wouldn't let it get to the point where Elena died and Catherine survived. Like, that is not an option. So yeah. it's risky, but – I don't know. I feel like that is, like, the most likely outcome, though, because, you know, Elena's human. Catherine is – a vampire we yeah. see you know she gets the stake in the back yeah it, like you know it takes Catherine out for a second but yeah it doesn't really do that much to her it's definitely not fatal but again if bonnie wasn't there to like you know i think stop she's... the pain and like if lucy hadn't eventually like removed that spell to heal her i don't know i feel like that is like fatal to a human i don't know well, we don't know how that magic works, I think, is part of the problem. Because Lucy does say that Elena heals quickly. And, like, Elena's fine by the end of this episode, by the time the spells are, like, turned off. Yeah. So I think that that's the factor is, like, I think Catherine has checks and balances in that system that, like, yeah. we're just not aware of because it doesn't get to that point. Because, of course, it goes exactly the way that Catherine wants it to go. Yeah, like, of course. I think that's the thing it comes down to is, like, Sure, there is room for error. Like, this could go very badly. Yeah. But I actually think that room for error is a lot slimmer than it seems because I think Catherine is always, like, prepared. Again, plan A, B, C, D, she knows she knows True, that. true. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's it's such a risk to... We also don't know. There might that. be, like, a factor in the spell that says that it can't kill her. That she'll just be tortured to the end of whatever and it doesn't kill her. Like, we don't know how that magic works. Yeah, I guess. Just a gamble. Just a gamble. You don't have enough faith in Catherine Pierce. I know. I guess not. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no way that Catherine would let that happen. So I a thousand percent think that that was like such a small room for error. But I do say, uh, like, I'm thinking of it more in that Alina was very lucky to be there because Jenna would just know. Yeah, that's true. She just starts bleeding out on the couch. Again, Jenna deserves to know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think that Catherine had it all worked out so that Mm. she knew that it would work in her favor. Like, it's Catherine. True, true. Um, Yeah. So anyway, so they're going after Catherine, you know, like she's getting stabbed by Stefan and Damon. More wounds are appearing on Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bonnie realizes that they're linked together, that, you know, she sends Jeremy running upstairs to warn Stefan and Damon that they have to stop or Elena will die. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, like she does say that Elena will die, but like she doesn't know that. I think she's just assuming that that's yeah. what's happening, but she doesn't know what the spell is. 
Um, and Catherine is doing pretty good at fighting the two of them off. Like, the two versus one. Like, she's doing surprisingly well. Like, yeah, I you know. Yeah, thought this was an action movie for a second. <laughs> yeah, it really turns into it. Yeah. Um, but they do get her eventually pinned down. Stefan's, like, holding her down. Damon's standing over her with the stake at the ready. Literally hovering over her heart. Which, again, is it. why I'm surprised she didn't yell out in that exact moment. Like, yeah. I'm linked to Elena. But before she could even get it out, Jeremy does show up and tell them to stop that everything that they're doing to her is happening to Elena. Elena. yeah and the way that Stefan and damon have to quickly flip flop from trying to actively kill Catherine to now having to stop her from hurting herself yep. is so funny it's so brilliant um you know we got back to bonnie and bonnie says that she can't break the spell um elena's like screaming in pain but mm-hmm. bonnie says she can take some of that pain away but she yeah. she can't stop the spell because she didn't create the spell um so she's trying to help her um and then jeremy comes back this is lots of running back and forth yeah jeremy comes back yep. from upstairs because he heard the tail end of Catherine saying to stefan and damon that she's got a witch that her witch is better than their witch yep and so jeremy tells bonnie that Catherine's got a witch working for her and bonnie realizes that that has to be lucy be. that has to have yep. been why she was drawn to her um so she runs away to go find her she yeah. realizes like again like we know like a witch can't break another witch's spell so like the only way to solve this is to go find Lucy and to get her to stop it. Yeah. So Damon, Stefan, and Catherine are just trapped in this room now, just kind of yeah. like a waiting game to see how the people outside of this room work this situation out. Um, and, you know, Catherine is immediately turning to antagonizing them, to yeah, kind of, of going after them verbally, yeah. uh, you know, abusing them, bringing up Elena, telling Damon that if he kisses her, Elena oh will feel God, that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Catherine is, she's pulling out all the stuff. She's asking, you know, if Elena enjoys having both of you worship at her altar. Yeah. And... Yeah, she yeah she eventually goads Damon. She's like, "Kiss me, Damon." She'll yeah. feel that too. Like, yeah, yeah. And poor Stefan, he's trying to spin it around. Scientist Stefan, he's trying to make this into yep. like a let's actually figure out what Catherine's up to. But Damon is like, "It's not gonna work." So he immediately goes for the Damon or the Mason jab yep. about yep. you know he killed Mason. Um, and Catherine reminds us that Mason is not the only werewolf in town. Cut to, Cut to. a very big sequence now here. Tyler is with Sarah and Matt in his dad's office where earlier, you know, we were talking about how they're not supposed to be in the office. Uh, You know, his dad wouldn't have wanted anybody in there, but they're in there. And they talk about Amy really briefly. Like, where did Amy go? Like, she's probably just drunk somewhere. Oof. Sad. If only they knew. Um, You know, and... (laughs) And Matt goes, well, yeah, so they say, you know, Amy's probably off somewhere drunk. And Matt goes, like me. (laughs) And he starts pouring alcohol all over the desk everywhere yeah and he even he picks up the family photo of tyler with his parents and starts pouring the drink on tyler dad's face yeah Yeah, well yeah matt picks up the photo and you know before this he says you know it's a party Mm -hmm. like come on like whatever and yeah he picks up the photo he's like right like it looks like your dad wants a drink he's being awful yeah he's being really bad which of course he was compelled to but it's just he's laying it on thick it's like matt did you really need to go that far which i guess you do have to go pretty far to convince your best friend to kill you kill you yeah i guess that's true but he's really because the next thing he says is the thing that stuck out to me he says remember when your dad used to slap you around and then he starts slapping tyler i'm like oh my god so we all knew that tyler's dad was like borderline basically abusing him yeah 
and whatever. So, you know, he starts really going after Tyler then. He breaks his bottle on the side yeah. of the desk, which is insane. Yeah. Again, he's compelled, but still. And, you know, he, he starts going after Tyler, trying to beat him up. He's, like, punching yeah. him. Thank God Caroline hears all of this going on. Yep. And she rushes over and she finds Matt and Tyler on the ground fighting. She pulls Matt off of Tyler. Yep, Matt little... still won't stop. Yeah, so she has to yeah. elbow him in the face to get yep. him to knock him out. Um, and Tyler's so distracted, like, what just happened? Like, yeah. Caroline just knocked out Matt. And also, why yeah. is Matt going after yeah, me like Matt this? Matt is trying to kill me. He's reminding me of my abusive father. Caroline yeah. somehow was able to pull us two, like, apart. And then, yeah, yeah. also elbow Matt in the face. Yeah, he's yeah. in such shock that he does not notice yep. Sarah, the other person, waiting in the wings. And she says, Matt fails. If Matt fails, I can't. I can't. And she grabs a letter opener and stabs Tyler yep. in the chest with it. And all he does, just as reactionary, I think, like anybody would, is just yeah, push yeah. her. You know, like, she stabbed him. He just pushes her. Yeah, he just kind of, like, yeah, pushes But her unfortunately, off. Lady Luck uh, is not in Tyler's favor tonight no. because Sarah perfectly falls over and hits her head on the desk. And yeah. Yeah, you can sort of see, like, you know, yeah, broke her, her neck. neck the wrong way. Yeah. And so, of course... Sarah's laying there on the ground. Tyler's freaking out. He's like, please wake mm-hmm. up. Please open your eyes. She's not. And Caroline yeah. comes over and checks yeah, the pulse the- and confirms Sarah is dead. Yeah. And Tyler immediately like starts yelling. He's like grabbing his head yeah. and he opens his eyes and we see the wolf eyes. So I think this confirms your theory about when Caroline got in the car accident. That yeah. like he was turning, his eyes were turning because like. He, he, in that moment, yeah, killed Caroline, I think. Like yeah, she, I think Caroline so. Caroline was supposed to die. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's why it then happened then and is happening now is, is um, yeah. you know, once that that curse is triggered, it, it sets in in that yeah. way. So he's got yeah. the eyes. It's time. Tyler's a werewolf now. Yeah. Back upstairs. <laughs> yeah. You know, Stefan, again, Stefan, the, the scientist, the investigator, yes. he's trying to figure out what's going on. He's talking to Catherine and he realizes that the thing that Catherine exchanged for, you know, for the tomb, for the freedom, yeah, with George Lockwood was the moonstone. Mm -hmm. And Stefan sort of puts this together. And, you know, Two plus two, Stefan. Yeah, (laughs) Catherine's like, okay, yeah, two plus two. Like, yeah, Yeah. good job. You know, very obvious, you know. Yeah. And Catherine goes, you know, and it would have worked too if it weren't for, like, and she turns to Damon, if it weren't for your obsession with me. Yeah. And, you know, she basically is like, yeah, that was really inconvenient for me. Yeah, but, she says, have yeah. I mentioned how inconvenient your obsession yeah. with me has been? <laughs> Damon, Damon, yeah, Damon is like, you and me both, honey. It's so <laughs> good. The way he's just like, yeah, it's not worked out in my favor either. Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, Stefan, of course, not letting this go. Relentless. Yeah, scientist Relentless scientist. Yeah. yeah. He's like, why would you need it back? Like, wh- why would you trade it if you would eventually need it back? Sort of, you know, putting this together and... Of course, this is just leading Stefan further and further down like this path because yeah. Catherine is deflecting. She's yeah, getting defensive. He's acting. He's asking the right he's questions. He's asking the right questions, getting to the right places, and eventually realizes, you know, she was running from someone. Catherine yeah. faked her own death for a reason. Like she was. Yeah, you don't just fake yeah, your you death because that. of the town yeah. council. Like yeah, who you don't cares? Just fake your death to get away from Damon. Like no. Yeah, no. She. Yeah. So Stefan realizes, you know, she faked her death for a reason. She needs this moonstone for a reason. There's some bigger plot mm-hmm. tbd on that like yeah. to be determined figure out what that is she she throws in stefan's face you know to deflect 
I knew where you were. You were at the Bon Jovi concert with that wench Lexi. Like, I kept tabs. Stefan tries again to be like, what were you running from? Who were you running from? Yeah, and Catherine just goes... Like, she does the mouth, <laughs> I love you. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm obsessed. Like, I love her. So funny. No, see, this is where I flip-flop. I'm like, oh, my God. She just makes me so mad sometimes. But I, and it's I like, like it. I like it. I, something about the keeping tabs over the years. It. I don't know why I don't yeah. like it. I'm like. I'm neutral on that. I love the, the mouthing that I love I you. I love the I mouthing I love so you. it's so funny. It's so funny yeah. because it's like, it's genuine, but it's not. Yeah. And like, it's like. I don't know. Catherine is just laying it on thick again. Like she ev- she's yeah, making yeah. everyone do this episode because it's like she he's asking the right questions. Yeah. He's on to her. Close. Yeah. And she's getting desperate. Like they said at the start, like the the vibes of Catherine are, are changing in this episode from what Definitely. we've seen thus far because she's getting shaken. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. So we cut back to Va- Bonnie, who's finally mm-hmm. caught up with Lucy. And they go back and forth about the moonstone. You know, Lucy says she can't just give it, you know, she can't just leave because, yeah. you know, Lucy owes Catherine this debt. Like, she has to pay up. And um, they seem to sense each other's magic, Bonnie and Lucy. They kind of grab onto each other's arm. They're really mm-hmm. feeling it. And Lucy tells Bonnie, like, just give me the moonstone. Like, feel that, feel that energy. Like, you can trust me. Yeah. Like, we you know whatever that whatever magic sense that they have they can tell and recognize it in each other um and they're bonding they're bonding in that moment yeah Um, yeah lucy yeah because lucy senses that bonnie has the moonstone and they do like the the whole arm grab and they mm -hmm. yeah and she lucy says you know feel that you can trust me and that's kind of where they leave it like you know they leave it off not clear what happened with the moonstone totally but yeah, mm-hmm. we see that there's there's some sort of understanding between the two of them. Yeah. But, you know. Meanwhile, yeah. not yeah. understanding <laughs> upstairs. No the chaos that just keeps spiraling. The chaos, yeah. Back upstairs, Damon and Catherine are still goading each other. They're still, you know, mm-hmm. just going after each other. And yeah. Then, she, he's like pouring a drink. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I want one. He goes, right away, Miss Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> and His he, little like voice. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives her a drink and then he cannot resist the urge yep. to like go after her and pin her up against the wall, basically try to kill her. And Stefan obviously stops him from doing that because, of course, of course you yeah. know, it's a it's a lapse in judge, judgment. He can't do that to Elena. Yeah. Um, you know. Then, of course, Catherine again starts flirting. Yeah. This is, again, this is why this scene <laughs> makes me so angry because I'm like, she's just such a little sneak. Like, it's constantly like that you're so hot. When yeah, did you she, get so hot? Yeah, like, Damon's threatening her. She's like, God, you're so hot. Like, when did you get hot? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's brilliant as a defense mechanism. Like, you have to give it up to her yes, that it's like, she exactly. really knows. Like, yeah. anytime a man tries to kill her, she just immediately is like, wow, you're God, so you're hot. hot. <laughs> wow when did your eyes get so blue and yeah like she's just just constantly saying things like that yeah um and it works he stops attacking her so yeah i guess i guess it works yeah unfortunately like not too much more of the really laying it on thick because i agree this is where i start to be like okay but yeah lucy shows up and you know tells Catherine, you know she got the moonstone yeah spells broken like the spell on the room yep and you know lucy says she's gonna give her the moonstone as long as, like, the, the life debt is forgiven. Like, yes. And she's very clear. The yeah, second that I specific. give this to you, I no longer, off, like, owe you a, a life debt. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're we're good as soon as I give this to you. And Catherine's like, okay. And yeah. Stefan and Damon are like, no, no, yeah, don't like, do it. Don't. I wouldn't, wouldn't do, do that. that. Yep. Um, but she does it, obviously. And as soon as that moonstone hits Catherine's hand, she starts choking. Yeah. And Lucy says, you should have told me that another witch was involved. 
which solidarity for real yeah um and Catherine passes out and lucy tells the boys that elena's fine the spell is broken bonnie is with her she'll heal quickly and she apologizes for her involvement in this situation yeah i love a witch i love a witch meanwhile caroline is lying her face off to carol telling her that sarah just tripped while she was dancing dancing and drunk yeah her head um you know that she was there fighting with matt the whole time and you know tyler and caroline get left alone so that carol can go catch up with liz who's arrived to like you know deal with police duties literal dead teenager teenager at a party we're the parents (laughs) yeah also just i mean this is like getting a little ahead of ourselves but like they hosted this party and two kids ended up like dead. I I, mean, well, dead and missing. Yeah, dead. That's well, the, yeah, one is missing. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll discuss later. Missing. It's insane. Yeah. But Caroline, um, you know, she says that Matt is in, in the car sleeping mm-hmm. it off and he won't remember what's happened. Yeah. And she's definitely cleaning this all up. She's definitely calm, taking yeah. care of everything. Well, up. Tyler is freaking out and, you know, saying that Caroline doesn't know what this means. She doesn't yeah. know what's actually going on here. And Caroline is like, yeah, I do. And he's like, you don't. And so Caroline, to prove that she actually knows what's going on, says to Tyler, has your wound healed? Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Sarah had stabbed him. Yeah. And he, like, moves his shirt and checks, and it's all healed. And it's really interesting, obviously, that, like, Caroline is very much, like, exposing herself, is, like, revealing herself in a way to Tyler yeah. here. Like, that was very... She's going to be suspicious to him from now on. Like, Yeah, definitely. Though I actually think, like, I mean... It's not revealing all that much. I think he was going to be suspicious regardless. She was so, like, calm, cool, and collected. And also, if he thought back on, like, the breaking apart him and Matt, I feel like he probably would have realized, like, yeah, something was going on there. Like, that doesn't seem very Caroline. Yeah, but I feel like it would have been much more subtle to have, like, intervened, saved Tyler and, like, Matt, and then just kind of like left i don't know like to cover it up for yeah. him come on tyler's a nepo baby carol would have covered that yeah, shit up for him fine. easily there would have been no need to yeah to cover it up but well and i guess maybe to carol it would have raised some vampire red flags which is why caroline does it but yeah i, I don't know it's sense. interesting because i think if like stefan or damon or anybody else was in this situation they would have covered it up much more smoothly and they definitely wouldn't have asked about the wound or done anything that was so true yeah. indicating caroline is i think specifically choosing to reveal herself yeah. in in one way so that tyler doesn't feel as alone which yeah we'll kind of end that there because there's going to be a lot about that in the yeah. next one that's yeah. a lot of the focus of the next one is the fallout of this and where tyler and caroline stand now so obviously he doesn't know what's going on he's just like got no clue and caroline is obviously taking care of him that's that's where they're at in this one yeah exactly so yeah tyler caroline they leave that whole thing there and then you know we we see bonnie chasing after lucy outside of the lockwood mansion and you know bonnie again is like how do i know you like how can i how do i know you how did i know i could trust you Mm -hmm. and you know Lucy asks, you know, have you ever felt that same sort of feeling that you felt with me? Have you ever felt that before? Mm-hmm. And Bonnie says she felt it around Grams and, you know, family members. And Lucy reveals, of course, that she's some relation to Sheila. Yeah, she's like, I'm the, the cousin's exact... brother, sister's nephew yeah. of la la la. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, she's a Bennett witch. Yeah. Of course. Which is why in, in the earlier scene, she was so upset with Catherine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a witch. It was a Bennett witch. Yeah. And, you know, her family. Um. So, yeah. Lucy just, you know, reveals she's a little Bennett witch. She's like, you know, so nice to meet you. Like, I'm, you know, I'm glad I got to meet you and you showed me to stop letting vampires control me. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie, you know, reiterates to Lucy, like, I want to be the same way. How do I get out of this mess? 
And Lucy tells Bonnie she's one of the good ones. She needs to be in the thick of it. So that surprised me. That really yeah. surprised me because I don't. I can't think of another time we've ever heard a witch encourage another witch yeah, to be no. involved in vampire business. This is the yeah, only no. time ever. Which I guess it's a good example because Bonnie was actively stopping the like bad vampire Catherine in this yeah. situation. But like, I don't know. I was really surprised that she was like, yeah. yeah, stay in the middle of it. You're a good one. I was yeah. Like, my my only thinking is Lucy has seen that it's kind of unavoidable. Like, and that's it is. True, like, too. we see so many times. Like, witches are always dragged into the vampire stuff. So you might as so, well stay with, like, your friends who are also going to protect you and, yeah, like, be there with you. And try to be good, yeah. Yeah, then, which I think in the end is true in some ways and not in others. Yeah. I don't know. That's a whole longer discussion yeah. as to the Bonnie involvement in all of this. But yeah. either way, you know, Lucy leaves us with that. Don't worry, you'll see me again, which we never really do until, like, yeah, no. I think she's one of the witches in the finale in the whole Bennett witch coven thing that gets called in. But, like... Yeah come on why did we never get her again i know i do think she's mentioned like one or two more times off screen but yeah Mm -hmm. she never comes back and like we Mm -hmm. never know if they actually did follow up and like meet each other again yeah yeah Um, and then we see she's like presumably dead in the finale yeah (laughs) sad again bad treatment for the bennett witches always and so bonnie is left like emotional by this conversation and she's crying and jeremy catches up to her and he offers to give her a ride home and Bonnie, it's so funny. She's like, when did you get your license? Yeah. And he says, I'm not a kid anymore, Bonnie. This is what I mean when I talk about the age thing being weird. Yeah. Like, something about how they play it is just odd to me. But, like, she accepts the ride home. Clearly, things are starting with them. It is cute. I don't dislike it. And it's weird now. I've reframed it because I've done my research. And Kat is younger than Steven, who plays Jeremy. Like, they... Like, their age is very similar. And they're both, like, 20 and 22 or whatever at this time. So, like, it's fine. But, yeah. like, something about character-wise, I'm like, he just is a baby. I don't know. I don't I know. know. It feels weird. It feels wrong. Yeah. Also, just the line about not knowing he had his license. Yeah. It just seems... Again, they're trying to contextualize him. They're trying to contextualize him as not a baby. Is like, he's a big, you know, he's, yeah. he's like, 16 now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's almost working against them. It kind yeah. of is, for me, at least um because yeah it does remind you of like the age he's supposed to be if you didn't remind me of his age i'd be like he's in his 20s like whatever yeah but, like i don't know something about reminding you he's that like he's like 16, 16. yeah i'm probably barely 16 yeah, yeah. but yeah. anyway so bonnie and jeremy are definitely teed up to start things off yeah yeah she takes the ride and they, yeah. they go off on their little way on yeah. the very opposite end of the spectrum we have alina Classic. standing alone by the lake you know just looking out very longingly clearly it's been a long day mm-hmm. And Stefan finds her and confirms that Catherine is gone, that, you know, the plan worked to that extent. And um, he realizes that for Elena, Catherine being gone doesn't change anything about them. Like, it doesn't mean now that they can be together because he kind of starts to, like, grab her face and, like, be romantic. And, like, she doesn't reciprocate. And she ends up saying, like, she needs to feel safe. And, like, the people that she loves and cares about are also safe. And he says he understands, but... I don't know if I fully do. I was going to say, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what she's getting at here. Because, I mean, Catherine is like, you know, the biggest threat to them. Because, you know, she wanted them to break up or whatever. Basically, as a distraction. But, like, I don't really see what being with Stefan... Now that Catherine's sort of out of the picture, I don't really see what issue that causes. Yeah, it's kind of hard because I think part of it is that we know where it goes, obviously. And another part is, like, we don't know what Elena knows necessarily. Because, like, 
is Elena having the foresight to be like something's going on and I want to make sure it's all settled before Maybe, we're together yeah. and like and in thinking of course she has no way of knowing that it's because of her it's right right she might just think it's because of whatever's going on with Stefan and by bringing Stefan into her life she's bringing that into her life that was a big theme in season one of like yeah. he's the one that brings that death and destruction and and everything bad um of course that's about to be flipped in the next one but like right now it's like I don't know I think that like it's a couple of different things because I also think that she, I don't know, maybe just needs to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh yeah, Catherine is locked up. We're good. So That's true. It could just be as simple as that. Yeah. It's hard to know what she's thinking. And of course we don't really get the answer because things happen the way they do right after this yeah. event. So it's hard to know. And I don't know if she even knows, but I do understand that feeling of being like, honestly, I just don't feel safe and secure right now or comfortable and like just going right back to how we were just doesn't feel like the right thing to do. Like yeah. I definitely feel like that is an understandable feeling. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think I agree with what you're saying. I almost, I do feel like it's more of like a short term thing. Like yes. I, it doesn't even feel real that Catherine could be gone. Yeah. Like I need at least a day to really let that sink in. I think yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's my thought there is like, yeah, she could have just as easily woken up tomorrow and been like, you know what, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Because that's very Stefan and Damon, or Stefan and Damon, Stefan <laughs> and Elena yeah. of them is like every episode they're going to break up and every episode they're going to get back yeah. together. That's just how they work. Yeah. Um. So for now, they're broken up still. Of course. Meanwhile, the devil herself, Catherine Pierce, yep. uh, they have taken her in the greatest irony ever. Catherine wakes up in the place that she should have been this whole time. Yep. The tomb under right the, the tomb. old church. She is spelled inside with the moonstone. Yep. Um, and in the peak of irony, the person who started all of this by loving her so much that he tried to break her out of said tomb is the person that it's, gets to seal her in. Yep. Damon. It's brilliant. Damon yeah. says um, the death would have been too kind for Catherine. Yeah. And so instead he's going to put her in the place where she should have been. And yeah. he starts to move the door, the big, you know, yeah. stone door to like seal Catherine into the tomb more formally. She's obviously already sealed in by the spell, mm-hmm. but to really lock her in there. Um, and Catherine is obviously panicking. They have got her now. Yeah. She's not going anywhere. She's, yeah, she's going to be, she could be here in, indefinitely. They don't oh, know. Yeah. For yeah. centuries. Yeah, they for really centuries. have no she clue. She could desiccate. Yeah, she has Although, no clue. I don't know if Catherine fears that as much as the alternative because she starts to blurt out um elena is in danger yeah and that she didn't kill elena for a reason because elena is the doppelganger and the doppelganger has to be protected and damon you know he's he hesitates for a second but he's like i'll protect elena you know you can rot in hell and so he starts to close the door and Catherine does the iconic screaming (laughs) you need me yeah um as damon's slamming the door and she falls to the ground crying and that's why i don't think she's necessarily reacting to being Mm -hmm. locked into the tomb because yes it's like a loss and to be locked in the tomb for centuries would suck yeah however i feel like Catherine is kind of more afraid of the alternative that she's locked in there and that klaus will eventually come to town he's inevitably going to yeah come for he's Elena. gonna figure it out yeah. she knows this like if Catherine wasn't the one that got to the originals first someone else would which of course is exactly what happened true yeah and Catherine is now completely vulnerable just locked in that tomb yeah basically waiting for klaus to show up and find out that she's the one locked in there like I think that's, that's true. what she fears. That's true. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a little of both, but I think, yeah, that's probably. That's the active fear, yeah. I think. I don't yeah. know, though. It's interesting. It's I think that's why she acts so dramatically of the like the crying and the falling yeah. to the ground. Um, because, yeah. of course, like we said, 
someone inevitably will find Elena and bring her to class. If Catherine doesn't, someone yeah. else will. And that's what we see. Elena is still at the Lockwood house. She's yep. in the you know parking lot area trying to find her car. Um, she's on the phone with Jeremy just kind of saying like, oh, I'll drive myself home and I'm yep. just going to go straight to bed. And she's walking to her car alone when we see that Venetian mass attendant yep. from the very start of the episode, from the very start of the party, showing up behind Elena and he just grabs her and... Yeah, covers her mouth yeah. and sort of like takes her off. And that's really all we see. Yeah. Is this her third kidnapping or her second? I can't remember. Oh um, <laughs> I think it's three, but I can't think of what the second one was. I know the first was Anna. Yeah. And then the second... David I don't know. sort of kidnaps her for the road trip. That's true. I don't know sort if we count of. that. I'm not sure it counts. It's like but, 2.5. It's for sure at least her second formal kidnapping, which yeah. is pretty fun. So, yeah, yeah. a she's nice milestone. Yeah. She's very kidnappable. Yeah, why would she be walking to her car alone? I don't know. I guess they thought Catherine was I the guess, biggest yeah. threat. They have not a single clue have, what is coming for them no in clue. the very next episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. I literally, yeah. I've been waiting for this since we started this. Show. I know. The whole I'm not even to start. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. That's yeah. it for the masquerade, and now it's like we roll into the best. The best episodes continue into more best episodes. Yeah, yeah. This to wrap up this amazing episode before we get to all those really great episodes for deaths. Obviously, we have Amy mm-hmm. killed by Catherine, of yep. course, and then Sarah killed by Tyler. Yes, yeah. R.I.P. The two besties. Yeah, they just wiped them out in one yeah. episode. Yeah, um, unfortunate. We'll talk about the fallout of that in the next one. Yeah. Um. For out of pocket, the things we would have done differently in this episode, I actually feel like there's really not a lot because it's, for the Mm -hmm. most part, like a pretty perfect episode. Yeah. The one thing that I'd kind of said that I would do differently is, again, like we usually do from the writer's perspective, is I would have brought Lucy back again. Yeah. That's a good one. Kind of like Mason. It's like Lucy's one where I'm like, I would have loved just like another two episode arc or something in like season three or four, you know, like something to just bring her back into the fold, I think would have been interesting. So that was my out of pocket was was not bringing back Lucy when they literally left a cliffhanger of her being like, you'll see me again. Yeah, we'll bring her back. Yeah, I know. Even if she would have like come back in at the end of the season or something. I don't know. Like it does seem like they were trying to tee up something. Yeah. Why have her drop away with the like, don't worry, you're going to see me again and walk off and then like never bring her back. Yeah. Just to makes sense yeah i like that let's go with that one because again i literally wrote like i in my notes i was like perfect episode no notes <laughs> it is the perfect episode. yeah and the only other thing i could think of which i think works really well from the writer perspective mm-hmm. is matt doing the pouring of the alcohol on the dad picture is a little absurd i know i can only forgive him because he was compelled to do it i know but yeah to that point like he was compelled like he is trying to push tyler as far as he can push him like it works so well yeah he knew what buttons to push for exactly. tyler and he yeah he pulled them all out yeah so yeah it, it's it is out of pocket but it's warranted because yeah. it was with a point yeah so I, let's go with like never bringing lucy back yeah that's Sad. a good one yeah um for our best quotes yeah for quotes quotes were really hard for me in this episode because and we've said this in previous episodes like we're trying to do like a single line not mm-hmm. like a whole like exchange yeah but i think every single quote i had was an exchange so i don't know if you have like a single quote yeah. you want to go with so this is an interesting episode because i think the masquerade has some of the best like dialogue in a way amazing i know if we could nominate the whole dialogue like, yeah it doesn't it. it doesn't have like an iconic line in terms of like you know a standout in vampire Diaries yeah. history or anything like that but i do have some good quotes that i think are 
some favorite quotes from the episode. One of my favorite quotes from this episode would be Damon at the start to Caroline. Skip the teen drama and get to it because that's yeah. kind of how I feel about this show sometimes. Skip yeah, the teen drama no, it's and like, get yeah, to it. it's like let's get through this. Yeah, especially season one. Yeah, I yeah. love season one, but yeah, it is like the supernatural stuff is the good stuff. So yeah. I like that line. Yeah, I so I'll give one of my little like exchanges. It's like a two part. I had two. The first one I had was when Caroline lures Catherine into the room and she realizes Stefan is there. Stefan says, hello, Catherine. And then Caroline says, goodbye, Catherine. Yeah, I like that one. Which is such an amazing parallel to the finale oh. of the hello, John, goodbye, John. That yeah. Catherine does herself. That I just thought that was really good. But again, it's it's the both of them saying it that it's like, yeah, I don't know how we would count it. I guess maybe one for each. If, yeah. If that's what we ended up going with. But yeah, so that's my one exchange, and mm-hmm. I have another one, but... I have... So I have two more, so I'll give another quick okay, one. Yeah. I already talked about this one, the I'm impersonating my dull as a dish... Dull as dishwater <laughs> doppelganger <laughs> Elena um, from Catherine. I just thought those are funny little... Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little dig. Um, yeah. Another Catherine one, actually, is God, you're hot. Now go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Again, writing these things down to just use at some point. I just think yeah. that's really funny. Yeah, everything Catherine says is amazing. Yeah, Catherine's on it this episode. Yeah, that that was really good. And mine also includes Catherine, is when she said the thing about the obsession being inconvenient. And mm-hmm. Damon goes, you and me both, honey. Oh, I love that So I one. guess I'd give it to you and me both, but... That's my favorite, too, actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I let's give it to that one. You and me both, honey. Yeah, I think Pretty that's good. so funny. I yeah. relate to that line heavily of the... Yeah, it's, the obsession's not worthwhile for me either so yeah. <laughs> yeah so good yeah that's a great one um now the best songs of the episode mm. in terms of this episode there's some good songs because it's a masquerade it's a party of course yeah, there's of some course. good songs good playing songs, yeah um i have three songs i want to mention okay two two honorable mentions and a winner um okay i am okay so two of them i'm very torn i like don't really have a strong favorite yeah. so i'm curious what are do you have two uh yeah so i have two and i think like i it's it's definitely close mm-hmm. so we could always do the instagram poll if they end up being the same yeah. two i have feel like it's not but i did slate one as like an honorable mention and then a winner because i oh, wow. you know, i can give my justification when we get there so let me do my one honorable mention because i know you didn't mention it okay. and that's because the song does not actually play in the episode definitely not then <laughs> <laughs> this song played in the promo for this episode when it came out in 2010 and i kid you not i've thought about this promo since that <laughs> came out because in the promo for this episode yeah. you know like you know, week to week, you'd get a promo of, like, yeah, what yeah. the next week was going to be. They played Teeth by Lady Gaga, oh. and it was so perfect for this episode. And, like, I remember I watched this trailer, like, a thousand times, like, waiting for this episode. I was, like, obsessed, because I also was obsessed with this Lady Gaga album at of the course, time, too. Um, so I had to give it an honorable mention, because yeah. I just strongly associate that song to this episode, even though they never ended up playing it in the episode. Yeah. I've always wondered why that's on your Damon Salvatore playlist, even <laughs> yeah. though I, yeah, I was thinking so many times. I was like, I don't it's ever not think this in the, is in the show. That's the funny thing about, because I watched the show live, I associate a lot of songs to the show that are never in the show, because yeah, I think I have yeah. a few others in my various Vampire Diaries playlists that yeah, don't actually play, because they played in trailers, and I very vividly remember listening to them in the trailers. I gotta look up this promo. We'll have to make, like, a TikTok. Where yes. Where we, like, yeah, like, stitch it in. Yeah, but. we'll show the we'll show the promo, because yeah. Teeth Lady Gaga, it was iconic. Yeah. And then Hillywood did the, like, parody where they did, like, they did it to oh Teeth by Lady God. Gaga. Yeah, yeah, I do know. Yeah. yeah. That's why wow. they did it. It it's was all the promo coming for... together. Yeah. 
Wow, makes so much sense. So yeah. that's my honorable mention for this episode. I can't give it the winner because it's not actually in the episode, <laughs> okay, but fair. honestly, it would be my winner because it's perfect. <laughs> that's a good one. No, I like that a lot. Okay. So that's my first honorable mention. Okay. Okay, I'll do my honorable mention. Let me let me confirm in my notes. Okay. I feel like we're going to get we're not going to have the same thing. <laughs> Probably not. I think my honorable mention has to go to On Melancholy Hill by the okay. Gorillas. That was my honorable mention oh, as well. Okay, okay. Because I love the song, like Obsess. Yeah. Again, it's on your Damon Salvatore playlist. I love it. I listen to it all the time. And I really like the song. But to me, it's not like so like it doesn't I didn't even remember it was in this episode. Like I'm not yeah. like vampire diaries even though i associate it with your playlist i still wasn't like this is vampire diaries like i didn't know the scene i didn't know who yeah it just plays at a random moment like when tyler and matt are like they're drinking it's when they're taking the shots and stuff it's like yeah yeah it's kind of forgettable that it's there i do think it fits the vampire diaries early season vibe like really well and i really like it um but yeah i don't think it's a standout in this episode in terms of like going to the moment that it plays whereas yeah. for me my winner goes really well with the moment we that have it plays to have in. the same one then. we must yeah i'll, I'll you do it you do okay it. okay my winner is head over heels yes. okay good yeah love when we agree so good. head over heels by digital daggers plays when stefan and Catherine are dancing together it's yes. so it's sultry amazing. it's yes. the vibes are exactly that scene it's so like alluring but dangerous and yes like, it perfectly perfectly fits that scene for them it perfectly yeah. fits vampire diaries i just love it it's perfect yeah no that was what i went with too yeah it, it includes also playing while she walks down the stairs yeah. everything about it Catherine, i think underrated like gets a lot of really good songs yeah she does it really fit her like they have Catherine so flushed out as a character. Yeah, they do. This is a really good example of that. Yeah, I agree. I love On Melancholy Hill. I would Same. love... If if we ever were going to do a Tide, this is one I'd want this to do a Tide. This is definitely, yeah, potential. But I think Head Over Heels is the winner. So. Yeah, I think so too. We'll be adding Head Over Heels to our Vampire Diaries Song of yes. the Episode playlist. We have a playlist where we put every winner of Best Song, yes. so you can go listen to them. They're all linked in our bios and descriptions. You can also find there our TikTok and our Instagram. We post memes, polls, various different things yep. and fun uh, clips and stuff from the podcast, so you can go join us there. Yeah, and you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can watch the video version on YouTube. We interrupt our regularly scheduled programming from the future to insert here a little reminder or, you know, letting you all know that we are taking the 28th off. So there will be no episode next week. And then the next episode will come out on January 4th. And that episode will be season two, episode eight, Rose, which yes. should really be called Elijah because he yeah, is, he's the moment. It's him. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. So. It's a it's an unfortunate but also perfect place to kind of pause us yeah. um, because it means we get to come back with a really great episode in January. So thank yeah. you all for watching and listening this year. We're yeah. so excited. Whoa. First year of Ripper Diaries over yeah. um, and ending <laughs> and starting the new year. So we hope we see you in 2024. Thanks for watching wow. and or listening this one. Bye. Bye.